Previously on The Viewers Club, we talked about The Witcher. Like the little cinnamon bun, mm-hmm. like the, the weird, <laughs> he's like the cinnamon bun of the group, you right. know what I mean? You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. The, the quote, innocent character <laughs> yes. that you know can't defend themselves. I like that <laughs> On this week's episode of The Viewers Club, we will be taking a stroll back in time to medieval times, where we will be talking about Monty Python. And the Holy Grail. We ourselves will go on a quest to the deepest depths of our nerddom. Get on with it! Yes! Get on with it! So hopefully we'll find it entertaining. See you soon. Hello everybody, and welcome to the Viewers Club. My name is Lucas. And this is Tess. And Osama. And I'm Megan. Wonderful! We're all here, and we're all going to have a blast. Uh, It's my first time moderating, so uh, you have been warned. Uh, Another warning, there will be spoilers for uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, among other things. So be careful and be cultured. Anywho, let's... You have been warned. warned. (laughs) Now, I... Now... How many of you, first of all, first of all, how many of you guys have seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Um, oh, yes. <laughs> I have seen it at least uh, 20 times in the past uh, few months in quarantine, so... <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> it's a classic. Yes, indeed. Love it. Yes, indeed. Osama, how about you? <laughs> I am new to Monty Python in general. Um, I have made it to the... I have made it, I think, about three quarters into the film. Nice, nice, nice. You can laugh a lot, killing people, right? That's yes. where yes. you were at. That is a and, lovely uh, part. Saying yeah, you're, done. Old ladies. you're almost done. <laughs> saying need old ladies you're is exactly where I left off. Oh, what sad times are these when passing ruffians can say knee at will to old ladies. Mm, that's, it's a family friendly <laughs> movie, and it just really it has, you know, <laughs> it has a lot of G rated moments. <laughs> That, uh, yeah, it's pretty great. It's so... Um, oh my it's God. so weird, because it yeah. really is family-friendly. Yeah. But in the same, at the same time, you're like, how is this family-friendly? Right. It's so brilliant. Well, and at the same time, there's yeah. Castle Anthrax. So there's also that. Which is, like, my favorite <laughs> part of the movie. I don't remember. I laughed so hard when, the, uh, I, I can't... <laughs> it's, I can't remember. But I, I laughed so hard when um the knight was running away and like the main nun she was like oh shit it's just that i i died (laughs) that was like the last thing i was ever expecting her to say so a joyous movie a lovely time for family and friends uh no worries osama i am also new to monty python and that whole realm I'm trying to watch as many as I can, but Holy Grail was the first, and I have to say it is a masterpiece in every sense of the word. Holy and Grail is like the first one that everyone yeah. goes to. Yes, yeah. So essentially, what you're saying is the Holy Grail is the Holy Grail. Yes, in every sense uh-huh. of the word. Thank you for thank you, thank you. Thank you. you are Applause. Thank you uh, you are your band, so thank you. Um, now, we, I would say, I, I would say Monty Python in general has had a massive impact on comedy and the way that that was perceived 
through the media. And I think, but I think Monty Python and the Holy Grail is one of their, along with Life of Brian, it's one of their most popular. And I wanted to ask Mm -hmm. you guys, how do you think Monty Python in general and Monty Python and the Holy Grail have affected comedy in the world of film and television? I think it's a really difficult one and it kind of leads into something I wanted to talk about in general is that comedy kind of changes. Mm Mm-hmm every generation every year in general even in every few months comedy in itself has to change just slightly mm-hmm. if that makes any sense yeah but i think the reason why monty python and the holy grail in particular has had a huge cult following but also kind of a weird rebound mm-hmm. into pop culture is because it's filmed and edited and done in a way that is very reminiscent of how internet is done yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it has oh, yeah. the cheesy like t- shots it it makes for like somebody yeah. who's trying to make a short film with no budget mm-hmm. already stated by the fact that they have coconuts instead of horses right. <laughs> you know uh-huh. but it's like it's so random that it, it it can survive in this day and age where the internet is just the most random thing in the world yet it still comes up with the most funny content that people relate to. And I think that's why in general, this has survived overall because it was funny when it came out. I'm almost certain of that. It was Mm -hmm. hysterical. It was random. It was family friendly. As you said, it was just really out there and weird. And I think that's why it was like a cult classic when it did come out. Mm -hmm. And then now (laughs) the internet has just become so like, so weird. It's so random. Right. And for some reason, Monty Python and the Holy Grail just reminds me of like meme culture. Oh yeah. Well, you there are so I many mean? memes about it now. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, there's I know. so and many. And I think Monty that's Python why it memes. survived for so long. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how it like, it has survived like so many transitions from comedy in right. general because it does random so well. Mm-hmm. It And it definitely yeah. ties in with a lot of different, there's a lot of different types of comedy within it. So there's something for everybody. Like there's something that's going to make everybody laugh, irregardless of your age. So it's definitely, it it can stand the test of time. And what were your thoughts, Tessa? Sorry for interrupting. That's, no, no, you're you're fine. Um, That's very true though. There's like different type, like styles of comedy. But what I've noticed also like rewatching it is like, I'll find like something that I didn't see the first or second or twentieth time that I've watched it before, (laughs) or there's like this underlying like message and to like this really deep like point. It's like, oh wow. It's like an endless pool. It's like it's really Right. I love it. I just love the fact that also nothing is off the table for being attacked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If that makes any sense, as far as comedy yes. goes, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like w- the the women are like attacked, and that's usually for like most comedies in general. But also the men mm-hmm. are attacked yeah. for being like so so oh, weak yeah. around beautiful women, you know? Right. <laughs> or yeah. like the the crazy old men, the weird wizard, the fact that a bunny is the killer. It's right. just like, oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's I learned about the bunny because I made. Made a 
I, well, <laughs> I didn't f fully make, but I tried to make a short film about a killer stuffed bunny rabbit, and my friend was like, oh, did you get that from Monty Python? I was like, what? Uh, so that was, <laughs> what? They, uh, they, they, they're, they're <laughs> like, they're like the Simpsons of comedy. You know how people are like, the, you know, the Simpsons already did it. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're talking about, uh, animated TV show, well, Monty Python is like the Simpsons. They've done it. They've done it all. And I like what you said, that nothing is off the table. It doesn't shy away from... It's it's an, all in, <laughs> it's an all-inclusive insult, which is beautiful. You need to... It not only makes yeah. fun of everybody... All I'm thinking about now is... makes fun of yourself as well. <laughs> and I appreciate I'm, that. I'm only like thinking that. about the... the... <laughs> I'm only thinking about the French person. Why do you think I have this ridiculous accent? <laughs> <laughs> I right, absolutely. your general direction. Right. Oh your gosh. mother was a hamster and your father sort of elderberry. elderberry. <laughs> oh my gosh. You could fill an entire podcast full of these quotes and all of it would be entertaining. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh man. So good. What I love is me. African um, or European. I don't know that. <laughs> what were oh you saying, gosh. Osama? Yes, please continue. What I love is how they have the um, the period-appropriate political commentary jokes. Yes, it's mm -hmm. timeless. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm the king of the Britons. We're all the Britons. You know, I'm your king. I didn't vote for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> help, help, I'm being repressed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just, oh my, oh my gosh. It has, it, it's all, it's hilarious. It is something for everybody. And it, it's still accurate today. Like there, all of that stuff that it talks about, it's, mm -hmm. it's just, it can still be applied today. And honestly, another yeah. thing that I like about it is it it's not afraid to make fun of itself and it doesn't take itself too seriously. And I think that's really important mm -hmm. for comedy and life in general is not taking yourself and everything too seriously and just being like, you know, it, we're just having fun, man. I mean, they bring up the, yeah. I mean, they bring up the fact of the horses almost instantly. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, it's <laughs> the first thing they comment on. <laughs> Oh and they, they bring it up instantaneously. And you know the reason that they don't have horses is because they couldn't afford right. them. You know, or the actors just didn't <laughs> yeah. want to ride them. Right. You know. But they use but it to their like, advantage. The it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love... Oh um... And it just sucks you into the chaos of the movie itself. Mm. <laughs> just like the world that they're in. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What were you so saying, chaotic. <laughs> I love it when they're approaching Camelot. And, you know, they're talking about how grand it is. And then that one guy, I forgot who it was, he goes, it's just a model. It's just a model. Um, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> On second thought, let's not go to Camelot. It's a silly place. It's a silly place. <laughs> and then oh um, the, the Trojan rabbit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. So now that we're talking about <laughs> all of these awesome scenes... I want to ask each of you, what is your favorite scene from Monty Python? I know it's going to be hard. What's your yes. favorite scene or favorite moment? Favorite anything? Favorite line? Okay. Favorite um, anything? I'll go first. <laughs> and it's the reason, the reason that I like this scene so much is because of the way that they edit it. And I give props to whoever edited this 
entire movie. They, they <laughs> did it so well, and the timing is brilliant. When Lance, it's my favorite scene. It's my favorite moment when Lancelot is running towards the castle to save the damsel in distress. <laughs> I was distress, gonna say that, and then it keeps oh going God. back, and he's still at the same spot that he was running in. Oh then all gosh. of a sudden, it cuts to a close up of the guard again, and but then he comes yes. and he stabs him, oh but he was like a mile away. <laughs> oh my! It's gosh. my favorite it's my favorite use of how editing can add to comedy yes and i don't think mm-hmm. anyone has ever done it since it was yeah. so well done it was so brilliant and that's that, i think that's one of my favorite moments in it there are too many lines to choose which one is my favorite but as far as moments go that one's my favorite it's <laughs> awesome oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh make it that's my favorite part too. It's so funny. It's so funny. Just the drums you, that just he's get, running like, to, and then you cut back to the quiet like... guards, and then they, he's still in the same spot trying yeah. to get to them, but it's still so intense it's for just, like a full two minutes. Uh, and then he's like, first and like, honestly, the first time I watched it, I was like, this could go on for another ten minutes, and I would still be laughing at it because <laughs> right. I'm Something sure. about it would just keep being funny. Whether it's the fact that Lancelot has not moved for 10 right. minutes, or the fact that the guards are just like, what the hell is this guy doing for 10 straight right. minutes? Oh. It would still be funny. Oh, I bet you could go on YouTube and find a 10-hour loop of it. You could go, you, you could oh, just watch no. it Probably. for hours. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my so what did you do during quarantine? Well, ten hours of Lancelot run. We can recreate the scene. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, oh, you could recreate yes. every scene in this entire yes. movie. Right, it's so good. It's oh so gosh. great. So, uh, I Tessa would. Oh, sorry, Osama. No, 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 go ahead. Well, I was just gonna. So, um. <laughs> Kind of going in, in order, I suppose, of uh, how my <laughs> screen is set up. Um, so, Tessa, <laughs> would you say that that's also your favorite scene, or is there another moment that kind of stands out to you? Yes. It's, well, there there is another moment. There are lots of moments, but my next top <laughs> moment, <laughs> I think, is, um, is the sword fight in the woods. Just <laughs> <laughs> <That's... laughs> They're like, like barely touches him and like his arm flies off. <laughs> and it's so obvious that it's like <laughs> it's oh like a stuck arm or something. <laughs> yes. Great. I love it. The fact that they had to dig a ditch so the guy could be legless right. was yes. so funny. <laughs> I need to see an entire behind the scenes of this whole movie. Yes. Just see how everything did. Oh, the making so of Monty much. Python. I would and the love just take all of my money. All of it. I would oh watch. Just take all, all of it. it. Mm-hmm. All of my money. I will watch every take. I will watch every <laughs> cut. Like, just give me the raw yes. footage and I will watch all of it. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, good. So, Osama. How about you, Osama? That was on to you. What's all right. For me, moment? it's a toss up. It's a toss up between two scenes. Um,. The first one being when they're fighting against the French, and the guy asks for the cow, and it's very obviously a little plastic cow flying towards them. Oh my gosh. And then the second one would have to be when Lancelot goes to save Galahad, 
taking him out of the castle and they're following. Oh, he can defeat all of us. There's only 150 of them. I can defeat him. No, I think I can take them. I think I can. Oh my gosh. Uh, beautiful. I think. Uh, what about you? Well, I think my favorite moment would have to be um, the scene on the bridge where they meet the old man in the bridge, and he keeps asking yes. them what their quest was. Yes. What, what is your, is your quest? quest? Is your quest? To seek the Holy Grail. What yeah. is your name? Uh, what? What is your the favorite? Twins be lost even adding swallow. What? What? <laughs> African or European? The f- I don't know that. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> like the first time the I ever entire saw dialogue scene. exchange was amazing, and that is, I I really need to bring this up the next time, um, like a film teacher talks about plant and payoff. That is a great example of plant and payoff talking about the unladen swallow, and the airspeed philosophy because it's brought oh up in gosh. the beginning of yeah. the film. And it's like, he's like, well, you need to know these things as king. It's like, the it's the such a great example of planting. and It's, oh my gosh. And I think that's another, the kind of on a, on a side note of the whole film, it's, in terms of not taking itself seriously, it also, it lets the audience in on the joke constantly. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. eh, you know, like, the, the audience knows what's going on. I think... And it makes it even funnier, because it's, it's like you're all, it's a big inside joke. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah. the biggest example of that is the fact that the, quote, historian mm-hmm. gets killed. Right. And the police are looking for the person that <laughs> right. killed yes. Right. So it's oh all gosh. being filmed, you know. <laughs> right. But you're just like, wait, is this real? Or was there an, are they, like, filming Monty Python, but all of a sudden their filming got cut short because there was a guy who got murdered by somebody? Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. One of the greatest like, endings. This is a movie. I love that they were all arrested by the police. Mm. That it's like that's how that's it's just every bit of it. Bravo, bravo, <laughs> Monty Python. Give oh. all my money. Applause. Hat, hats off to you. Yes, hats off. I think the thing that like, I think the thing that really makes this movie as great as it is isn't the fact that they have sword fights or it's fantasy or anything. It it really has to do with one the the actors that they have in mm-hmm. it who are obviously amazing mm-hmm. um and then two the dialogue that they come up with is so fantastic mm. it's it yeah. reminds me a lot of like um SNL in a way mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like one okay. day they wrote yeah. down what was going to happen in the scene that they're filming like they know how the movie is kind of going to go uh-huh. and then all of a sudden they get to the very end of it they're like wow we're running out of time uh, um, okay they get arrested <laughs> the rest of this movie how yeah. do we end it oh we get them arrested right. i'm so glad you brought that <laughs> up by other nights no 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 by modern <laughs> no, no, police no, police <laughs> that's perfect police <laughs> i'm i'm so glad you brought that up cuz that actually that segues into my next question, which was, how would you say uh, Monty Python and Monty Python and the Holy Grail, how has it um, influenced SNL? And how has it influenced... Would, actually, it's more, would SNL be more or less popular without the existence of Monty Python and with the existence of almost that propelling of comedy into film and TV? 
Hmm. I think it's like a question of I'm which game. Say... <laughs> Osama. Monty You're... Python came first, right? Yes. It, like, like I understand which came first, the chicken or the Osama's egg kind game. of thing, you know, because people who start off <laughs> yeah. watching SNL first are always going to insist, oh no, it was SNL first, because you know, that's how fans get. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. I think Monty Python came first. I'm looking it up now. I want to say they came about around the same time. Oh, damn it. Okay. It's, uh... Oh, yes. They came out around the same time. Uh, both 1975. More, would you say the existence of that film... Would you say that propelled comedy and stuff like SNL? And in films like, uh... In other different comedy films that follow that same genre. Um such as Airplane in the 1980s. You know, Airplane followed mm. that same kind of mm-hmm. nobody, you know, everybody's Chaotic. getting joked about, everybody's in on it. Would you say that it propelled forward that kind of comedy or it helped that comedy reach its popularity? Or or vice versa? Mm. You know, either way, would you say... I. I would say that because Monty Python and SNL came out around the same time, that there was already going to be this huge boom in the way that um, basically improv show was done. Mm -hmm. So like we all know that the improv shows are a huge thing. They happen in theaters all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that it was just a matter of time before stuff like this just made it into film. So I'm not going to say whether Monty Python um, helped or... Uh, I don't think it hindered it in any way. Mm-hmm. I should I should restate that. I don't, I'm not going to say whether it helped it 100%, but I am going to say that it was a good jumping-off point mm-hmm. to what was going to be happening with, like, mm-hmm. um, improv-style mm-hmm. shows and movies, you know? Mm-hmm. But I can't say that it... I, I definitely can't say that it mm-hmm. hindered. It definitely didn't hinder what was about to happen, mm-hmm. so... Gotcha. Nice. And, uh, Osama, were you going to say something about, uh... uh... I said what I was going to say, um, but... Yeah, sure, I'll continue talking. I, I never get tired <laughs> of my own voice. Nice. Um... <laughs> I agree with what Megan's saying. Like I said, I don't get tired of my own voice. <laughs> nice. Cool. Tessa? <laughs> Do you also? <laughs> I mean, I yeah. mean, I think Megan pretty much summed it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it Thanks, definitely Megan. didn't hinder it. I think it was more from the sense of kind of the same. And I, I'll, and I was, I'm going to talk about this in later episodes in regards to like Lord of the Rings and all that. But it's kind of like how I would say Lord of the Rings the success of Lord of the Rings is a big reason why people thought that fantasy would be a really good idea or a really good uh, medium for film and television, or at least people thought it'd be profitable or successful. Like, I don't, I don't think that Game of Thrones and uh, the later Harry Potter movies, I think that the success, especially the award success, of stuff like Lord of the Rings is a lot of the reason why people felt like it was okay for Game of Thrones, or it introduced people to that genre or that type of storytelling. So that was more what I was trying to say is this type of comedy and this type of storytelling, would that success, um, would the success of that have jump-started 
the success of stuff like Airplane and Saturday Night Live, but I think you definitely hit the nail on the head that it, you know, it's... It, I, I think that stuff... to, to kind of go in a direction that you're... Mm-hmm. To kind of go in the direction that you're kind of talking about, Lucas, I kind of understand what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think you're directing it in the wrong area, if I may say. Mm-hmm. So you're directing, like, did Monty Python influence TV, um, TV, like, improv shows, like, uh, improve, hinder, however you say it? Did it affect television improv shows and movies? Mm-hmm. I think what you should be asking, has Monty Python and in... Um, connection SNL or something like that have these improv shows influenced the way that the internet watches Mm. uh, and creates things because I feel like comedy today is very different than Monty Python I don't see any movies coming out that are at all similar to the way Monty Python makes them even comedies today don't Mm -hmm. follow the same um, formula that Monty Python did but like Mm -hmm. internet videos viral videos Mm -hmm. things on like TikTok or Instagram Mm -hmm. or YouTube they do kind of follow Mm -hmm. uh, the formula of Monty Mm -hmm. Python the randomness the like take uh, Smosh for example Mm -hmm. I can't say that that Smosh in the early days Mm -hmm. watched Monty Python and Mm -hmm. were like oh let's make something like that but they definitely Mm -hmm. uh, took the same formula that Monty Python does and they made uh Mm -hmm those kind of improv short videos, you know? Right, yeah. And my apology, I should have broadened, when I said effect, I should have broadened what I meant by that. It's across the medium of entertainment, not just restricted to film, television. I oh, apologize okay. for that. <laughs> like, also, how it affected inter- how it affected uh, the way, it's mainly just how it affected the way comedy is presented in all forms of media. Like, including mm. YouTube videos, including Vine. Because, I mean, there's... <laughs> that's that, And that's so true, because there's <laughs> so many different YouTube videos and YouTube channels that follow that same kind of random and you're in on the joke type of quality. And it's, you know, that's... They've had such a massive impact in that way. And I... Oh, my gosh. I love listening to them talk in general. <laughs> <laughs> their, their interviews are great across every every platform. Like John Cleese talking about his mom. Good God, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you guys have any other sort of final or not final, but like any other thoughts on the movie and what it brought out in terms of? the comedy industry or just anything else about the movie that you found interesting cool nice (laughs) (laughs) but yeah there's so many there's so many things to bring up about this movie that are just Uh so great um i highly recommend that anyone who hasn't watched it who said they can go their life without watching it or something Mm -hmm. or believe that they can um be in working in film right or be someone who uh, loves film and say, oh, I don't need to see Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I highly disagree it's with like you. you are, in fact, incorrect. You need to watch it. <laughs> you are, you are very fact, wrong. You're incorrect, you uncultured swine. You are. <laughs> <laughs> your mother was a hamster and it's... your father smelled of elderberry. Hamster? Father smelled of elderberry. It's just... Um, I think it's... Oh anyone who wants to get into comedy in general needs to watch how these guys work. Mm-hmm. I think that they, they were definitely influenced by... Um, I, I don't want to talk about the influence of what might have influenced Monty Python mm-hmm. and the actors and creators of the movies in yeah. general. Is I think that people like... 
the vaudeville actors from early film Mm -hmm. and the Marx brothers with their vaudeville act and their quick Mm -hmm. words, um, back and forth to each other. I think that has a huge inspiration to Mm -hmm. where Monty Python began. Because if you've seen movies like anything that the Marx Brothers were in, the one that I remember most clearly is like uh, Duck Soup. Mm -hmm. If you just watch clips from that Mm -hmm. and you can tell where some of the uh, witty dialogue was inspired by or where the the vaudevillian kind of insanity (laughs) comes from. So, yeah. I I just mm -hmm. like seeing the evolution of comedy in general mm-hmm. and Monty Python was trying to in a way evolve um the vaudevillian or vaudevillian is that even a word they were in my mind like they're trying to they're trying to they're trying to evolve like the vaudeville comedy style uh-huh. if that makes any sense yeah so they they take away a lot of the slapstick of mm-hmm. it so they still have slapstick in there you mm-hmm. know like the fact that camelot was a scene that happened and they right. were falling all over themselves singing and dancing and stuff that's slapstick comedy but like right. <laughs> they brought in the vaudeville aspect with how quickly they were able to uh react to each other um as far as dialogue went mm-hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah they, they found really great Places where pauses worked, where they could mm. stretch out moments, and it was just <laughs> so brilliant. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. I'm thinking of every scene from that, and I just can't think of like a perfect one that explains the entirety of Monty Python. You just have to watch right the, the whole thing, thing in itself. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that kind of like building off of those different, um, just building off of like you have those kind of big acts where they were, it's like they were trying to take what already existed and was already kind of a known form of entertainment and just not like build it up and make it, you know, somehow try and make it funny and then also almost make fun of it in the process. Like uh, those intermissions, like the intermission in the film. Oh my God. Totally. The like, fact that's that just, just hilarious. Like a few seconds, and then right. all of a sudden, they're still on the bridge. Right. <laughs> just it reminds me of kind of, of how theater mm-hmm. does intermission. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, obviously, theaters do intermission for mm-hmm. for long shows, but I mean, like, the placing of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the very like climax of like a theatrical performance, is yeah. when you usually put mm-hmm. the the intermission. Mm-hmm. You know, so like something intense just happened, right. but you need to express that time has gone by. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but they put it right in the middle of like the most like important scene, right? And that's kind of like what they did there. But uh-huh. instead of yeah. like they're across the bridge, they're still crossing the bridge, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Again, like a brilliant use of storytelling through transitions and edit. Like they used everything they had, the everything they could use, they used, and I, it's just it's so impressive how they matched all that. But yeah, I mean, it, they that's like you don't need the intermission, but there it is. It's <laughs> just putting it, it's, it was great. It was great. And the whole thing, I mean, the whole thing feels Speaking almost which, like a here's stage our production. <gasps> and we're back. Thank you guys so much for waiting. Uh, no, we have to continue. Yeah. Like we were still talking the entire time. Oh yeah. So I said, stop shoving that porcupine. Oh, and we're back. Thank you guys so much for waiting. You caught us at a very awkward moment. Uh, 
So uh, he didn't recover from that, by the way. Anywho, uh, no, I think, I mean, I, uh, honestly, I don't know what else there is to say about Monty Python and the ingenuity and the genius that went into it, how they pretty much built it up from scratch. You know, they used what they could on such a low budget, and they made it work, and it's a cult classic today. It's, you know, it's stands the test of time you can watch it no matter how old you are and you'll find something that you find entertaining about it you know i don't know <laughs> i i do not know what else true. there is to say <laughs> i do not well do you have any I don't any have any final thoughts <laughs> anybody any fun quips any, any fun <laughs> stories to lighten the mood Wonderful. I, <laughs> I do want to say this. I do want to say this. The fact that Arthur, who was anointed by God, mm-hmm. keeps saying, Jesus Christ. Right. It's so great. Perfect. <laughs> saying... Oh, and the holy hand grenade. Yes. yes. That's the holy hand grenade. Holy hand grenade. I also... <laughs> I don't know if any of your guys' science teachers did this, but when I was in high school, you know, like the first week of classes with a new teacher in science, they have to teach you about the, the like the scientific method and mm-hmm. starting your hypothesis and then bringing up evidence and stuff. When we were relearning the scientific method, he showed that scene where the villager is like, she's a witch. And then he's like, this is how the scientific method works. And I'm just like, wait. That's perfect. That sounds familiar. I think I, that's, I I feel like my teacher did something like that. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Last semester, I was taking a stats class and Uh the professor He's trying to, you know, get, give us the general idea. And so he pulls up the bridge scene. Mm-hmm. And he makes us watch the entirety of it. And at the end of it, he goes, this is statistics in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Monty Python, teaching us science and statistics. Teaching us. <laughs> teaching us life. Everything. Oh teaching us life, man. Monty oh Python <laughs> is life. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah. The best media is the one that can teach you without realizing you've learned. Yes. Wise mm. words. Thank you for bringing wisdom into this. Very yes. Wise, wise words. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. Neat. I was just. <laughs> a shrubbery. A shrubbery! It's like on one hand. (laughs) Oh my gosh. On one hand, it can get really scientific. Harassing the old lady. Yeah. And they're just saying neat to her. She's like, no! No! (laughs) Neat! Oh my gosh. Well. Well, I honestly don't know what else to talk about in terms of body I don't know what else there is to say. It's an awesome film. Go watch it right now. Oh, it is on Netflix. Word word. Right. I mean, we could literally quote the whole movie word for word, and it would be amazing. Like that, I I would I would I would I would watch that podcast. I don't know about you viewers, but. <laughs> I would watch that, and I hope you've continued watching me ramble nonsensically with my buds throughout this whole thing. I hope you've enjoyed (laughs) all of us giving our pointers on Monty Python. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, Do you guys have any 
something you'd They're like to say to the audience. <laughs> I know. They are. They're listening right now. And they're judging all of us. Thank you for judging all well, we of know. us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, so how about this? This is our this is our question. This is our question for our viewers. What is your favorite quote from Monty Python? Give it to us in the comments Ooh. of oh, that's wherever one. this ends up. Thank you so much yes. for listening. My name is Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Tess. <laughs> I'm Osama. <laughs> and I'm Megan. <laughs> and we've been the Viewers Club. Da -da 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 -da. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>